Yes, you can hear yourself, Yossi. And can you do me a favor? Yeah, yeah, I look, I can hear myself. It's great. Yossi, you're sitting in my chair. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sometimes we could share, no? Uh, yes, but sometimes... Oh, yeah, Derek Harris, right? You're older than me, uh, like about a century or so. And therefore, yes, of course, there's no question about it. Yeah, you can have your seat back. No question about it. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, I, I want to go right. Okay, so I heard you have a jam-packed story for today, right? Yes, it is. Uh, it's got a lot of details to the story. I personally have never, ever told this story before. As a matter of fact, somebody told me this story today for the first time. And I didn't have full chance to research the facts, but it's such a great story. I'm going to tell it anyways because it's, it's just a great story. It has a great lesson. So I'm going to tell it, and then I'll research it later. <laughs> you never know. It may turn up on Wonder Words. Okay. Anyhow, let me just tell you like this. Uh, I know what you want to tell. Let's just get everything out of the way first. Okay, so uh, you can wait outside. What do you mean? I said get everything out of Oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean that way. Okay. Uh, okay, so um, I'll start off. Okay, so you're listening to jrootradio.com, and you can listen to us on live radio 712-432-4217, or you can listen to us live and archives, so you can listen to that also by uh, dialing 718-506-9099. You can also listen to us the kosher internet. You can listen to us at uh, jrootradio.com. If you'd like to text in a message, or you'd like to text in a nice, good story idea, Baruch Hashem, lately some people are giving me nice, nice, good stories. Okay, and if so, uh, you could text in at 347-927-8398, and they will forward it to me eventually. Okay, so <laughs> hopefully before the next show. Okay, anyhow, uh, i also like to remind everybody that uh, donations can be readily given and will readily be accepted by Jayvert Radio because we can use the funding. And it is definitely considered tzedakah by a great majority of Paiskim and so on and so forth. And uh, so, um, it, believe me, Jayvert Radio, I don't have to explain you what it does. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I guess it was Bashar that I shouldn't remember to bring it, but I wanted to bring a letter. Every now and then I get letters from people that listen to the radio show and there was one letter that was super moving to the extent that it gave me m even more chias than ever before to do what I'm doing. Because this person in the letter they wrote, I'm, gonna, I don't, I'm not going to say verbatim because I left the letter at home. So, uh, but I, I was not going to mention the person's name anyways without her permission anyways. But the person was telling me how their children over the last few years have learned a tremendous amount of lessons from the stories that I tell, plus the fact that besides learning all these lessons from the stories that I tell, they, it, it leaves meaningful discussions by their tables, by their meals, by Shabbos Sudas. It gives them what to discuss, you know, the lessons and so on and so forth. And uh, even uh, the, the mother mentioned in her letter that she uh, listens to the stories together with her children on uh, Wednesday nights. And, but, and she, she says to me that, uh, through the letter that is, she says that she says that a lot of the stories that I tell, she has never heard either. Well, I got good news to share with you. Some of the stories that I tell, before I tell it the night before, I never heard it either. So, but I mean, yes, there are a lot of stories I've heard before, but every now and then I do tell new stories like tonight. I'm definitely, definitely telling a brand new story, and I never, ever, ever, ever told this story before because I first heard it for the first time today. 
And I hope I do a good job. Okay. Mm. Don't worry, you will. Thank you so much. I love your confidence. I have confidence and you have confidence. What's confidence anyways? <laughs> Something that you can use. Okay. Anyways, so um, uh, let's see. So we covered that. So yes. Oh, so we got to tell you, if you to send in your donations to Chariot Radio, it's 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is uh, Chariot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Okay. Now that we got those things out of the way, so let's move on just to drop more. This show is dedicated as a refuah shalema for Chaim Yosef Svi ben Sarah Miriam. I repeat that again. This show is dedicated for refuah shalema to Chaim Yosef Svi ben Sarah Miriam. Okay, and I would like to remind everybody that if you're interested in hiring a I'll tell that, okay? Can I say it? If you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhi, no, I'll do it. No, no, I'll do it. No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. No, no, no. I said I will do it. Uh, but I want to do it. You, you could want to do it, but I'm going to do it. No, yes. No, yes. No. Yeah, 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 no. Uh, no, no. I mean, you're not going to get, you didn't catch me on that one. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, if you're interested still to hire, uh, whether it be a day camp, a sleepaway camp, or a bungalow colony, or whatever it is, if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for an extreme martial arts demonstration, or for a Kayach from the Mayach demonstration, or uh, storytelling performances, then the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Okay, and if you're interested in uh, purchasing any of my story CDs, the number to call is 718-375-1294. And I will be more than happy to email you the complete list. <laughs> Got that one in. How you like that? I snuck that in. That was very sharp of you. Uh, really? Really? You think so? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep thinking about that so this way I can say the rest. Okay, so in the meanwhile, also if you're interested in any art lessons or any artwork or uh, even, you know, martial arts lessons or self-defense lessons or Qigong energy exercise lessons, things like that, you can always call 718-375-1294 for more information. Okay, if you want more information on Kaya from the Maya, uh, which is a Hamish type of show that demonstrates the power of... Uh, the mind, muscle control, and strength, uh, then, you know, you can always call 718-375-1294. You can also always Google to get some uh, highlights from some of the shows. Uh, you can Google uh, Rabbi Yitzhak's Extreme Martial Arts Demo, or you can uh, do Koach Fun Demoach, Koach, K-O-A-C-H-F-O-O-N-D-E-M-M-O-A-C-H. Okay, and then you'll get some rough idea. But it's a very short little clip. It's the highlights of the things. It's about a minute and a half each. Okay, so it's the highlights, and the actual show is about an hour. So you can just imagine that leaves out all the funny stuff that we do in between. Okay, so now that we got that um, out of the way, I think we're ready for a story. Wow, look at that big digital clock. Robert Earps, you can't go overtime on that one. And you can't look at your watch on the side of your belt. How do you know about the watch on the side of my belt? Because I'm looking at it right now. But I thought you are looking at the digital clock. I'm looking at both. I'm comparing. Your watch is kind of fast, you know? That digital clock is, is like a, like an atomic clock or something like that, you know? It's so accurate. Look at that. It, 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 it's, it's like now uh, 51 minutes and 53 hey, Calm down, okay? Okay. Okay, now, this story is a very, uh, supposedly, according to the guy who told me, it's a true story, but I didn't have a chance to check out all the facts, so I'm not sure on all the names. So I'm going to just use names that more or less that he gave me. 
And, uh, you know, uh, if you guys want to check it out, <laughs> you can always Google to check it out also. Okay, so um, in the olden days, about 150 years ago is when this... Oh, oh what's, what are you looking at me like? Uh, you didn't say the name of the story. And Nussie, when he puts it on the archive, he needs to know the name of the story. Last week, I don't think you said the name of the story. Uh, I did. I told him after the show. Oh, okay. So uh, you want me to tell it now? Yeah, I think everybody would like to know. Oh, Okay. Um, all right. Uh, does everybody want to hear the name of the story for, for this week uh, before I even start? Wow. Did you hear that? Oh, I hear what? Well, you, you don't hear the people screaming from out their windows. Of course they do. Okay. So here we go. The, tonight's story is called, If You Do What's Right. What? No, no, no. Not what. If you do what's right. Not if you do what? No, it's if you do what's right. Okay, tonight's story is called If You Do What's Right. Okay, Nissy finished writing it down. Okay, good. All righty, so here we go. This story goes back over 150 some odd years ago. So, that was like when like people didn't make houses out of cement and bricks and things like that. That's correct. They made it out of cardboard boxes. No, 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 no. They made it out of wood. Uh, and that's because when they were afraid of like boogie monsters. Who's talking about boogie monsters? I, I don't know, but I mean, is that the time period when people's houses like were squished closer together next to each other? Well, um, yeah, some places, some people had houses on farms, but the actual shtetls or, or actual little small towns and things like that, yes, houses were pretty close together. And in some places, because the way the uh, squires and the, the parutsim, you know, things like that, the way they let the Jewish people live, so they had small quarters and they lived, you know, pretty close together. And yes, it was possible there could be occasionally rich people. There were some exceptions here and there. So can I go on? I think you got you passed the third degree. Okay, go ahead. Alrighty, so here we go. We're going to tell you about a person named Reb Shimon. That's who we're going to follow in the story. Whether that's his real name or not, I have no idea, but that's the name we're using. Okay, so, uh, I mean, I, I see in the paper it says Reb Shimshin. Okay, Reb Shimshin. Okay, there's a difference because Reb Shimon is not Reb Shimshin. Although some people say that Reb Shimshin is a form of Reb Shimon, and Shimshin is a form of Reb Shimshin. Well, well, uh, well, could I? Okay, go ahead. You never told the story before. We have no idea how long it's going to take, so go right ahead. Good. Okay, and it has a lot of details, so let me get moving. Okay, so here it goes. Rav Shimshin was a bocher who was learning in a yeshiva. Now, in the olden days, I must bring to your attention that rich people had a habit of trying to support a chassan for a long period of time, if it's possible. So naturally, because they were rich and they could afford to support, so they used to go to local yeshivas and things like that, and he used to try to find what they call in Yiddish the best bocha, right? Now, of course, most yeshivas have hundreds of best bochas, you know, you know that. So anyhow, so now we're going to follow um, this um, person, Reb Moshe, who happens to be... Reb Moshe Feinstein? Is this a story about him? No, 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 no. There are a lot of other people that have a first name Moshe. Oh, it's about Moshe Rabbeinu? you see, why are you so jumping excited? I don't know. I must have had like a sugary ices or something before, right? Yeah, it's a possibility. Okay, sit down, relax. Okay, now, what happened was it's like this. Moshe was thinking to himself, It's now the time for me to go over and look for a husen bucher for my daughter, my kala. I mean, by my future kala. I mean, my daughter's going to be a kala. Is a hava. The hava is a shiner maidler. All right, so I'm the father, so I'm very biased. What can I tell you? Ah, she has wonderful character. She's a midas toivis. Ah, okay, so I'm the father. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah, you know. Anyways, uh, there's one thing I, I could say because I am the poison, but Baruch Hashem, I'm doing very, very, very well in my business, and uh, 
I could look for the best bucher and and have a Ben Teira, you know, living in my house, and uh, and I could support him for a good number of years. Yeah, yeah. I'm Borashem, Borashem. Uh, and I give to Doker, you know, so I'm sure I'm going to hold on to my riches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, no, no, as I got this. All right, let me guys. Uh, you know what? I have to go on my horse first because I'm not going to walk there. I'm a rich man. I don't walk. I take my horse here. Okay, eins, zwei, drei, giddy up. Are you there yet? Uh, yes, yes, I'm, I'm here. Thank you, Yossi. Did you fall off your horse? No, 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 no. Yossi, just sit down over there. Sit next to Rabbi Herbs and let us take over. You're okay? We, Rabbi Herbs gave the introduction. Now we actors have to do the rest, okay? Uh, okay, now we have say, Ah, yes, okay. Uh, yeah, let me go to the yeshiva door here. Uh, what are you doing, Kiddush Levon or something? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just uh, greeting you people. Uh, where's the Rosh Hashiva? Can I see him? Uh, yeah, the Rosh Hashiva's uh, right over there. Yeah, up there in the head. That's the guy with the long white beard. That's the Rosh Hashiva. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, okay. Uh, may I speak to you for a minute? Uh, you have a question to ask? Sure, go right ahead, ask a question. Yes, uh, my name is Moshe, and Baruch Hashem, I'm well-to-do, and and uh, I make a wonderful panosse, and I'm looking, you know, my daughter is old enough to be a kale, Baruch Hashem, you know, and she's a wonderful girl, and, and I'm looking for a Ben Toyota who's going to sit and learn, and Mamish has Gwalda Kamidas, you know, any of the best Bukharim here, you know, the one of the best you got here, so he can be my son-in-law, and I will support him. So what do you say? You have such a bocher, or should I go somewhere else? Uh, no, no, Baruch Hashem. We have such a bocher. Uh, Reb Shimshin, Reb Shimshin, come here. Uh, yes, Rosh Hashiva, uh, is this something I can do for you? Would the Rosh Hashiva like another glass of coffee or something? No, 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 no. This gentleman here, um, what's his name? Moshe, Moshe. Moshe over here is a well-to-do person, and he's looking for a bocher, a Husenbucher, Verschleister, you understand? He's looking for a Bucher to marry his daughter, and he would support him to learn for many, many years. Are you interested in such a Shidduch? Uh, well, yes, of course. Imagine that. I, 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 I could do the mitzvah of getting married, and, and then be, be, be the mitzvah of having children and everything, and yet continue to learn? Give all it? Sure, I, I, I'll do it. Yeah, no, no, no question about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, Shiva, 100%, 100%. Uh, right, I think he's masking. And sure enough, uh, the people were singing. Anyway, going on and on and singing. But anyways, eventually, after the Tanoyim, they eventually had the actual Hasana. And at the Hasana, there was a lot of singing. There was a lot of dancing. And what about the Hasana under the chuppah? Oh, yes, yes. They, of course, they had a chuppah, an auto chuppah, and everything. In those days, they always had an auto chuppah. And, um, you know, uh, I'm sure there was a chazan. How did he sound? Did he sound like me? Did he sound like that? No, no, I'm sure he sounded very nice, okay? He probably sounded like me. Ah, oh, me, like me. Okay, very good. Okay, go ahead with the story. Uh, 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 you guys finished over there on the side. You know, it's a long story, and we have to continue. Oh, oh, sorry. Go, go right ahead. 
You know, Yossi, you're starting to get me mixed up in this. I'm sorry. Okay, go go ahead, uh, uh, Moshe. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Hashem, it's wonderful to have such a son-in-law like you, Shimshin, Mamish Givaldik. You know, the more I get to know you, the more I see, Mamish, you're big lamb in Mamish. You, know, you learn and you understand what you're learning. But it's not just your learning. I see you meet this Travis, it's Givaldik, you know. <laughs> you know, in our times, the way we do things is, you know, people get together. They speak about making a shidduch and join them. We hope everything works out. <laughs> That's the way we do things. But I'm, uh, I'm very happy that it's working out, uh, that your Rosh Hashiva didn't send me Stamazoi a best tabucha, but he sent me the best tabucha. <laughs> the best from the best. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. Anyhow, uh, so I, I'm very happy. I'm very, very, very pleased with this. And sure enough, uh, the marriage started wonderful. The, and he was there in, in the house and everything. He built an extension, whatever it is for him. And everything was going fine. They were married like maybe a week or two, I think it was. Or as I understand the story to go, it was like just a few short weeks right after the Shefer Brochus. And then all of a sudden. And, and, uh. What, what, what? I, I think it might have happened like after the first week of marriage. How do you know? I'm looking at your notes. Oh, stop looking at my notes. I'm sorry, but you know, like, I'm following the story. It's a new story. I like it. It's really great. Okay, stop that. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, can we continue now? Uh, oh, sorry. Go right ahead, Moshe. Don't let me stop you. Me and Robert shall have our own conversation on the side. But we're all using the same microphone. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. So now, uh, where was I? Ah, uh, yes, of course. Uh... Okay, um, uh, good tonight. Everybody have a wonderful shluf and, and also sign good. And, and uh, Mamish, I'm so happy that you married my daughter. You have no idea. Hashem, the week of Shefer Bochus is over. Okay, yes, so you go back to learning uh, full time, and uh, I'll support you. Like I said, I'm sure you will. Very good. Okay, uh, good tonight. And of course, everybody went to sleep. Now, in those days, they didn't have street lamps like nowadays. So, therefore, many people, when it was uh, the short days, they went to sleep early in the wintertime. In the summer, when it was longer days, they went to sleep a little later. So, everybody in the town was more or less going to sleep. But there was a few people here and there that would have a lantern, they would stay, and they would learn late at night. And then there were some people who were tired, and they should have gone to sleep, and they didn't go to sleep. Like this particular person, but we're not going to mention his name, because... Uh, when you hear what he did, <laughs> you'll find out why we're not mentioning his name. I'm so tired. Maybe I should go to sleep. No, no, no. I gotta practice staying awake. Yeah, yeah, that's what I gotta do. I gotta practice staying awake. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna... I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm gonna just heat up some coffee. Yeah, yeah, so let me uh, uh, heat up some hot water to make myself some... <laughs> Coffee. I'm so tired. Let me light the flame here by the oven. Okay. And let me just put out the match over here. Unfortunately, he didn't put out the match. He swung the match a few times, but he was so tired he did it very slowly. So he dropped the match on the floor. Now, in those days, like I said earlier, the houses were made out of wood. And many of them were close by next to each other. That's why you've heard stories many times before where sometimes when a house caught on fire, a whole shtetl, a whole city, a whole town caught fire. And this was no exception. Now, especially if the fire happened late at night when everybody's in their homes, 
things could get really out of hand. And so this turned out to be, unfortunately, a tragedy uh, for this town. The fire raged on. You heard the crackling of the flames. And the flames were going higher and higher, and the smoke was rising, and suddenly people wake up in the middle of sleep. Fire! 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 I fire! Fire go! Uh, get the bucket brigade! And they would try to get the bucket brigade because they didn't have no fire engines, because if they had fire engines, you would hear, whoa, 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 whoa! Or you'd hear the old fashioned fire engines. But of course, they didn't have that. It was in days before there was any of these things available. They used to go to a pump and pump. But after a while, they began to realize, I don't think this is going to help any because look at this. I'm filling up the pail with water, but the water is coming out of the pail. You know why? No. Why? Because the pail is on fire. Ah, you raise me. The whole place is on fire. If I were you, I would get out of here. And so... Many times when fires would rage like that and one building after another would catch fire, the people would panic and it would run in all different directions and it would run and run and then nobody would know who survived and who didn't. And sometimes people were so panicked that they ran for miles and miles and never returned. And Shimshin, he jumped out of one window, miraculously survived the fall, and he began to run out of the city straight to the deep forest, not thinking maybe the forest will catch fire. But, you know, on his first glance, he looked around and he saw that there was enough space between the carved-out area where they built this little shtetl, and there was enough area that he didn't think that the forest would catch fire. So he decided to go to the forest. And his wife, his wife, uh, Zahava, she jumped out of another window, and they never saw each other. Where they went, where they went, and where they went. What do you mean, where they went, where they went, where they went? Well, one jumped out one window, the other jumped out the other window. And that was the last they saw of each other. This one doesn't know if this one went to live, and this one doesn't know if this one went to live, or this one went to die, and this one went to die. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, kind of confusing. Right. So they had no idea what happened to the other. They were separated. And then he ran to the forest. Unfortunately, now this is the way the story goes, so I got to tell this part. Unfortunately, the girl's parents, they died in the fire. And uh, obviously, all the riches, all his businesses was destroyed in the fire. And uh, we'll get to the next part a little later in the story. But in the meantime, let's follow Rip Shimshin. <sighs> well, I've been hiding here in this forest for uh, quite a while. Right now, I see it's just a little smoke clearing up. It looks like the fire is over. It's daylight. Okay, maybe I should return and see who survived from my family. Let me see if my uh, collar, you know, the first-year person is married. They still call her the collar. Okay, so uh, let me see. She's around. She obviously did not run the same direction as I did. Let me go to the town. And sure enough, he walked into the town huffing and puffing. He's a little out of breath, a little nervous. And he looked around and he saw basically there were no houses standing. The entire shtetl burnt down. The entire enclosure of houses burnt down to the ground. Nothing left standing except for a few burnt and charred beams here and there. And as he walked, sometimes because it was so loose and so uh, tender, 
just from the pressure of the walking on the ground, it would cause a beam to go. Oh, Baruch Hashem, it missed me. Wow. Hi, right, let me check. Uh, is this where the house was? Oh, my gosh, I don't see anybody here. Oh, well, there are some, unfortunately, uh, casualties here, but, uh, wow, I don't see anybody around. You know what? Let me see if anybody else will come to town. Meantime, what am I going to do for food? Oh, oh, the well. Uh, yeah, I'll drink some water. So he went to the well, and he drank some water. And he hung around the town for about three days. But he saw that basically nobody came back to the town. Now, Shimshin didn't have much of a family of his own. And he was a Yosem. And the, that's what uh, that's the information that I have so far in this story. He didn't have much of a family whatsoever. So he did the best thing he knew. He didn't know if his wife is uh, around or not. And so he decided he's going to go to learn back in the yeshiva. And that's exactly what he did. Wow, so then the story's over. No, 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 it's far from over. Believe me, I told you this is a lot of... If I was telling this as a live story, I remember she could probably go an hour and a half of a story like this with all the details that are in it. I'm trying to condense it. Okay, anyways, what happened was is uh, that um, he was learning in the yeshiva and he was there for a good couple of months and probably a year or so. And all of a sudden... A rich man from Vienna, from Wien, I would say. Wien? Yeah, Wien. Yeah, I Stadtel Wien. In Austria. So, he came to this particular Shiva. Hello, sir. How are you, Lasta Shiva? Shalom Aleichem. I would like you to know that I am a very rich man. My name is Chaim Schmiel. Verstehst du? Chaim Schmiel and I am one of the richest people in Wien. You understand in Austria. And I, I hope I got the facts right. Anyway, so um, I'm very well to do and I'm looking for a best booker for my daughter. So uh, perhaps you have somebody that could fit this description, yeah? Or the nine, who's rock star? Uh, well, um, I, I have a book here. I'm, I, I mean, uh, I think he's not married. Uh, well, I, I, well, there was a fire. I mean, I think he said that everybody was killed in the fire. Well, you know what? Yep. Yeah, I'm sure if I ask him, and if he says yes, that means he's not married. Okay. Eh, 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 Shimshin, come here for a minute. Uh, yes, Russia Shiva. Listen, this uh, person, uh, uh, Chaim Schmiel, uh, Chaim Schmiel, uh, he's from Wien, uh, Wien, yes, and um, he is, uh, whatchamacallit, a um, wonderful person, very rich, and he's looking. A bocha? For his daughter? Sure. I mask him. But I have a few conditions. Conditions, you like a mattress in your bed, right? You don't want to sleep on wood, right? <laughs> no problem. Uh, you want a roof over your head? No problem. No, 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 sir. Um, different kind of conditions. You see, um, I'm not really interested in riches the same way as you are. But you need riches to be able to support you, and I will support you. So what are your conditions? Are they easy? I will be more than happy to do them. And bear in mind, yes, I am very, very well-to-do. Uh, that's exactly why I'm going to ask you if you could do these conditions for me. All right, what are these conditions? Well, 
for seven days, I would like you to invite that all the poor people uh, from wherever it is, you take out ads in local papers all over, they're invited and they can come for seven days. They can come and eat sudas by you, okay? And then um, when they leave, you give them a nice, sizable, you know, uh, gift of tzedakah. Not a problem at all. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me bigger conditions like that. I thought you were going to say I should grow my mustache maybe a little bit longer. <laughs> or maybe I should grow my pious a little bit longer. <laughs> but this is what you're asking me? <laughs> this is not a problem. So, and what else? And, and um, uh, basically, um, these are things and then other things will come up uh, as we get there. All right, so can we go back to Wien so I can make all the arrangements for this? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so pack your bags and let's go. And sure enough, he packed his bags and he set out to go to Wien. And this rich man, Chaim Schmiel, went over and he said, All right, so you are here. This will be your rooms where you're staying until the Hasner. And then, of course, after the Hasner, I'll have your whole wing built over there. That will be your place. And yeah, and then, of course, everything will be beautiful. You'll be able to learn and you'll have everything that you need. So what else can I do for you? Oh, um, uh, can I have a special servant to um, do anything that I need, uh, you know, while I'm here? Oh, yeah, why? Oh, oh, the house is very big, you know, and I'm not familiar with these things. Is it all right with you? Oh, sure, no problem. Um, 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 uh, Levy, come here. Yeah, what is? Uh, Levy, uh, you be his personal servant. Ah, it's been my pleasure to serve the Hosenbuche, sure, and not a problem. Okay, now, uh, what is it that uh, you want? Um, I need you to, uh, uh, to do what he asks, okay? Not me, him. Oh, sorry. Hosenbuche, uh, I'm sorry, I was talking to the Balabus. Yes, what do you need? Uh, I, I was just uh, wondering. Okay, he he, he left. Listen, um, I I had the um, you know my future father-in-law invite um, the, all the poor people uh, to come, and, and I would like you to do me a favor. Everybody that comes, just take down their names, and at the end of the day, uh, bring me the list. Okay? It's not a problem. Sure, I can do this for you. It's not a problem at all. So no problem. And sure enough, what happened was this: every night he brought him the list. And he would check the names. And finally, by the seventh day, he looked and he saw a name he recognized. What is this name? What is his name? Zahava Pasmosha. Oh, my goodness. Zahava Pasmosha. That could be my, my wife. She's still alive. She's in Aguna. But, but wait a minute. Um, then how can I get married? Is this a Rabbeinu Gershon? Um, 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 I can't have married two wives. Um, oh. But I'm already engaged. I, we made a tenoyum and everything. So, oh, oh boy, oh boy, uh, big problem. Wait, let me make sure that this is the same person. You know, maybe it's somebody else. Uh, uh, um, yeah. Um, uh, listen, uh, uh, Levy, could you come here for a minute? Yeah, what is, yes. Uh, listen, Levy, uh, tell the person, uh, this uh, Zahava Bas Moshe, that after everybody else leaves, uh, she could stay another night and you'll give her room and everything like this and treat her very nicely, okay? Oh, it's not a problem. We can do this. It's not a problem. Uh, okay, a lady, 
Uh, is your name Zahava Bas Moshe? Yes, my name is Zahava Bas Moshe. Why? Uh, well, um, um, the, 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 the Hossenbach uh, uh, says we should extend courtesy to you um, a little bit longer, and therefore uh, we think that um, um, you should have a room over here and stay. Why aren't you letting me go home? I want to go home. Well, you're not holding your prisoner. We want to treat you nicely. We'll give you nice sudoka when you go. Oh, okay. I'll stay another day. I could use some sudoka. They have no idea how poor I am. Okay, I'll stay. And so, sure enough, she agreed, and she stayed. And in the meantime, <clears throat> while she stayed. Rabbi, you had to clean your throat? <clears throat> yes, everybody has to do that now and then. Okay, one second. <laughs> Not so loud. Sorry. Okay, anyways, so what ended up happening was is that this Bocha Shimshin came and knocked on her door. Who is there? Uh, it's me, um, Chaim uh, Shmiel's uh, Chassan. May I come in and, 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 and uh, talk to you for a minute? Well, I guess it's okay. Um, all right. Um, let me just open the door. All right, the door is open now, and uh, yes, what can I do for you? You have something to ask me? Uh, yes. Um, <clears throat> uh, your name is Zahava Basmoshe. Yes, my name is Zahava Basmoshe. Why? Uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, 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 were you ever married before? I don't understand. Why is that a question to you? You're getting married, right? So why do you want to know if I ever get married or if I'm married? Uh, just, just please answer the question. I'll explain after. All right. Well, yes, I was married, but I think that my cousin... He died. Uh, uh, really? Uh, 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 and what makes you think that? Well, you see, we got married. My father's name, Moshe, you know. He was a very wealthy man, and uh, he picked a bacha that was one of the best. His name was uh, Shimshin. Shimshin? Uh, 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 Shimshin ben who? Uh... Oh, his father, Yitzchak Zev. Yitzchak Zev. Uh, and and then? Oh, then we lived like, you know, my father built like an extension to the house and everything, you know, but in our city and our little shtetl, everything was made out of wood and everything, and a big fire broke out, and all the houses burned, and I don't even speak about those bad things, and unfortunately I lost my parents there, and, and not only that, um, obviously we lost all the riches, and I became so, so, so poor. But, you know, I was so happy when you extended such a courtesy. I don't know how you got your father-in-law to do it. And and um, and, and you, you got him to invite all the poor people. So he finally had some decent meal and a nice place to stay. And this extra night with this extra beautiful room and everything. I never had something like this in such a long time. Why are you doing all of this? Um, um, uh, could you take a look at me? Oh, uh, why should I look at you? Because, um... My name just happens to be uh, Shimshin Ben Yitzchak Zev. <laughs> That's funny. No, 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 it's not funny. I, I lived in that shtetl with your father Moshe, the rich man, and then the fire broke out. I, I kind of jumped out one window, and you jumped out another window, and we never saw each other since, and I guess each one of us thought each one was dead. I'm telling you, 
I, that's why I did this. You know, I did this whole purpose to just try to find out if, if I could get married again or not. Because you know, I, I have no other means, and I, I was certainly poor myself. And but if this rich man agreed to these uh, conditions, so it gave me an opportunity to find out if I'm allowed to get married or not. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, um, you know, I have to do some thinking about this. Do me a favor. Don't go home yet. I, 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 I won't. I got a lot of thinking to do. I think I'm going to faint. Whatever. All right, you faint. Close the door. Goodbye. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, boy, this is a tough situation. Hmm. You know what? I have no choice. I'll go to my father-in-law. Chaim <clears throat> Shmuel. Uh, actually, like you say, Chaim Shmuel. Yeah, what is it? Chaim uh, Shmuel. Um, um. I need to, that you should get together the Besdin and have a very important Shiloh to ask. Oh, for you, my Hosenbucher, anything. If I snap my fingers twice, the Besdin will come here. And I'm not talking about a magic trick, okay? I'm talking about the real Besdin. All right, I'll get the real Besdin here. Is it really important? Very. All right, right. And so he got a Besdin over there, and a Besdin came sitting down there, and the Besdin said, All right, please state uh, what is the problem. And he told over the whole story. Wow, this is a very interesting story. Uh, let us confirm with each other for a few moments. All right, we concluded. Uh, listen, since you made it to Noyam and everything, so technically you do have to give a get, but the question is, you cannot be married because of the benediction to two women. So you have to give a get to one of the two women. Now, of course, I can't tell you which woman that you should stay married to because, uh, you know, your new... Uh, um, the, whatever it is, your your new uh, wife, uh, what's her name? Uh, anyways, uh, she she she's gonna be um, uh, you know, she's very rich and everything. So uh, you could make a decision what you want to do. Yes. Uh, yes, I I could stay married to Rivka or marry Rivka. Or I, I could um, go over and uh, divorce Rivka and stay married uh, to my first caller, Zahava Bas Moshe. <laughs> Let me uh, just step in here for a moment, if you don't mind. And, uh, you know that, uh, unfortunately, the Zahava Bas Moshe is not very well to do. It's very important. You want to learn, don't you? Yes, that would be my desire. But I can't hurt her feelings. And she is the first caller that was read to me. And I don't care if. I you know, if I lost out to be able to be rich or lose out to become rich, it, it doesn't matter to me. It matters to me. I'm bothered that she should not have hurt feelings. So I, I I'm gonna stick to her, and I'm afraid I'm gonna have to give your daughter a, a, a get. And uh, I hope you'll understand. I understand fully. As a matter of fact, I think you're a much bigger tzaddik than I originally thought. Uh, excuse me. Yes. Imagine what it is to give us such wealth like that. Like that to marry somebody so poor? Ah, unbelievable. You know what I'm going to do for you? I'm sure you have no hard feelings. Also, I would love to have you for my son-in-law. What I'm going to do is this. Are you ready for this? Uh, I'm ready for anything. All right. I'm going to go over and give you 1,000 golden gilding. I'm going to give you this to start your own business. And you'll be able to have a, a nice life together with your uh, uh, wife, Zahava. How's you like it? That's very nice and thoughtful of you. And so sure enough, he went over and he gave this gift of a thousand gilded. But a story like this doesn't just end there. It spreads. And people all over Wien were talking about this. 
Hast du geheilt, Schach? Die Gehirn, die Tingeldet. Die Gehirn. Die Gehirn, die Tingeldet. Die Schrösschenbacher. He gave up being married to a very wealthy person. So he shouldn't hurt this person's feelings. He stuck it out and, and, and he stayed married to the, to the poor person. Isn't that amazing? What a person. He gave up all those riches. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually, it reached the ears of the Goyim. And the Goyim's ears reached all the way from when they were speaking. It was heard all the way to the palace of the king. Now, I didn't have a chance to research this story, but therefore I don't know which king of Austria was there at that time. But uh, this king heard about it, and he decided he had to meet such a person like this. So he arranged for a meeting with Rav Shimshin. And Rav Shimshin came in. Uh, yes, your highness, uh, the king wanted to see little old me? Yes, I wanted to see you for myself. I needed to see what kind of person you are. You have amazing character to go over and give up such wealth just to marry a poor person so you shouldn't hurt her feelings. You are somebody who does what's right. You stick to do what's right, and it doesn't bother you that you lost so much money and wealth that you could have had. I had to meet you. And sure enough, not only did he meet him, but he sat him down, and of course he wouldn't eat any of the food because he couldn't trust kashrits and so on and so forth. And uh, he got into conversations and he realized that Ershimshin was extremely smart. And right there on the spot, he hired Reb Shimshin. Can you imagine? All because he did the right thing. He did what's right. And, and, didn't, and he didn't care that he was going to lose so much money. He did what's right. And all of a sudden, this king hires him on the spot and makes him a top advisor. Wow, it's a great story. Fantastic. Okay, we go to the phone calls. It's not over yet. What? I told it's a very long story. If I told the story alive, uh, with all the details that are hidden inside this thing, I could go an hour and a half easy. Oh, well, what happened next? <laughs> hey, what happens when a Jewish advisor becomes a Jewish advisor? Somebody got to get jealous. Oh, that happens in the story too? Yep. So there was a bishop, we'll call him Reginald. Bishop Reginald was very jealous. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, dear me, oh, my. <sighs> I can't believe it. This king, he is befriending. This is true. I got to get rid of him. How can I do this? Wait a second. I know what I can do. Yes. His daughter is very loyal to the church. <laughs> I got an idea. The king every now and then travels away. And so, sure enough, he waited for a day. When the king traveled away, and the bishop came to visit the king's daughter. Now listen to me, my dear. You know that I am a very holy person, and I wouldn't come here unless there was a good reason. So I want you to know that your father is desecrating the holiness of our people. Really? And how is he doing that? Well... He's doing that by befriending and using this Jew for advisor. He walks at him all around. What you have to do is very simple. 
you must do the following. You must make sure that your father stops having him in the palace. You should not speak with him. But how can I do that? My father says he gives good advice. Ah! You listen to that? He's my father. Yeah, listen to me. I have better than that. You pretend that you're sick. All because of this. Your father loves you. He'll get rid of him. You'll see. And sure enough, when, his father, when her father came back, the king came back, and she was crying. Oh, dear, my dear Tati. Oh, dear, dear, me, my daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> what is it? What seems to be the problem here? I don't understand. Dad, you don't understand. I'm getting sick over this. How could you have this chew over here and use it for an advisor? <laughs> I'm getting sick over it. Then what do you want me to do? He gives me such good advice for 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 the for, 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 for the kingdom. I really like him very much. No? He gives me very good advice. What should I do? Well, don't let him in the palace anymore. All right, all right. I won't let him in the palace anymore. And sure enough, he didn't let him in the palace anymore. And he tried to explain to Rebshimshin that his daughter is getting sick over it. And doesn't know why. And of course, he didn't suspect the plot of the bishop. But Rav Shimshin was a very smart man. Rav Shimshin realized, hmm, seems to me if right now I'm being kicked out of the palace because of his daughter, somebody has to get to the daughter. Because which daughter would stop a father from seeing a person that gives him good advice and helps his kingdom? Only somebody is being influenced by somebody else. I have noticed that that bishop never gives me the right time of day. He always looks at me with this sour, poor face. Hmm. So I noticed. I know what I got to do. I know exactly what I got to do. I got it. Hmm. Ah, yes. I'm going to be Mispalo. And I'm going to be Mispalo extra careful and extra hard. And that's what Shimshin did. And meanwhile, while I'm being Mispalel, the king did not see Rav Shimshin anymore in the palace. But he did take long walks with him outside the palace. And the bishop was furious. I don't like this at all. You have to do something about it. Get sick again. And this time what you will do is you'll tell your father you're going to die if he doesn't die. <laughs> you will do this, yes? For you, I will do anything who knows that. Good, do this. And she went into this routine. And she pretended she was sick. And the father said, I don't understand. What's going on here? How could you be so sick over this? This man gives me good advice. He's helping my kingdom. What is the matter with you? Please. Oh, I'm so sick. I'm so tired now. I'm, I'm going to fall asleep now. I hope she's on mine. I'm going to sleep. And sure enough, she pretended she was falling asleep. But Hashem had other plans for her. She actually did fall asleep. And her father walked out of the room and let her sleep. And he was in a pondering of what to do. And during that sleep, the sleep got deeper. And suddenly she had a dream. Remember, if you do that by every story when you stick in a dream, you know that? 
I, I think it's fun. Our kids like it. What can I tell you? Actually, parents like it too. Okay, anyway, so um, she started to have a dream. What's going on there? I see somebody coming into the room. Who are you? And she looked at the person coming into the room. This person was dressed very royally and even more fancier clothing than her own father. And she said, Who are you? What do you want? Don't hurt me, please. And suddenly the person standing there said, I am Elio Anovi. I am Elio Anovi. Something about you among the Jewish people. You became an angel, is that right? Yes. And I have been sent down here because of prayers. Not from you, obviously. From prayers from Rav Shimshin. His tfilos, his prayers were answered in the heavens above. And let me tell you what they said in heavens. They looked at you. And they said, not a problem, because you are destined to die at the age of 30. What? Oh, no, that's not too long from now. Wait a minute. Now, one second. What are you talking about? Yes. It's been decreed for a long time that you will only live to be 30 years old. But listen to me. Because of the prayers have reached... All the way to the heavens. And the way Rav Shimshin prays is different than what you would think. He didn't say that he wants his enemies to die. No. He just prayed that the enemies should leave him alone. And he should be able to continue being an advisor for the king and help his people survive this gullus until Mashiach comes. So, therefore, permission was granted from me from heavens above that I can tell you the following. If you give your word that you will leave and let this Rav Shimshin live and leave him alone and not listen to the bishop, then you will live guaranteed till you're 80 years old. Really? Yes. And to prove it to you, when you wake up from this sleep, you will find two beautiful young doves on your windowsill. Goodbye. 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 Oh, my goodness. What a dream I had. What is that? Oh! Two young doves on my windowsill. Gulp. Oh, boy, oh, boy, this is really happening. Faza! Faza! Come in here quickly. It's an emergency. All right, I'm coming. Just a minute here. What is it? What is it? What is the problem? Father, um, 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 can I tell you something? Yes, please do. Uh, what is it? And she told over the dream he had. Uh, she had, excuse me. <laughs> you corrected yourself. I didn't have to correct you. Okay, go ahead. Would you stop that already? Show you I'm paying attention to every detail of the story. Yes, yes, I hope everybody else is also. Okay. Now, anyways, so what happened was as follows. So the f- f- king heard every detail. He said, well, I guess it means that I have to, of course, um, allow that this uh, Shimshin should be my advisor and bring him back to the palace. 
And what are you going to do about the bishop? Don't worry. I'll handle him. You'll see. And sure enough, the next day, the bishop sees that Rab Shimshon is invited back to the palace. And he is furious. And when he finally finds that uh, he gets the princess alone, he says, I don't understand what's going on here. Shouldn't I talk to you about this? Didn't I tell you how he's destroying the holiness of the church? Didn't, you, didn't I tell you this? Yes, you lied to me once and you lied to me again. But what are you talking about? Listen to me. If you don't stop bothering about this great holy Rab Shimshin, then I will tell my father about what you do. And I don't think he'll be very happy, because if I tell him that you are planning to get rid of his advisor, <laughs> he's going to get rid of you instead. Do you understand? Do you understand? I will call the calls of yes, yes, yes. And sure enough, this here bishop had no choice. He kept his mouth closed, and he couldn't open his mouth ever again to say any bad word against Rav Shimshin. And so the way the story is told, Rav Shimshin, as long as he lived, I guess, and as long as the king lived, I would assume, he was the advisor of this king. And while he was advisor, he did give him good advice, and it was good for the Jewish people in Wien. Wow, that was a great story. Not bad. You condensed it in 45 seconds, right? No, 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 no. I'm just kidding, just kidding. Okay, so you left over a couple of minutes here for, for, for some phone calls. Wow, I could see by all those facts and details and how I saw how you used some narration pieces to squash it together and make it small and everything. Yeah, I could see how you could tell that story for over an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know something will make a great grand play in a camp, you know? Well, yeah, it's not a bad idea. It would be a great play. Anyways, um, uh, uh, I guess we could uh, possibly take some phone calls. Um, yes or no? Oh, there's a text message here. Let's see. It's interesting. I just heard that <laughs> on a story hotline. I had the same thing in the past. It's worth rehearing it from you. Oh, so it could be, it could be that the person that tells me these stories, he listens to this hotline too. <laughs> that could very well be. Very well. Okay. I love your show. Very good. Beautiful. How do you do such good sound effects? It's a gift from my Kaddish Baruch Hu. Uh, how do I move this up further? <laughs> This keyboard? Uh, oh, mouse. Okay. Uh, is it working? Oh, there it is. Okay, got it. Okay. Let's see. Averus, how do you do such good sound effects? It's a gift from a Kaddish Bochel. Averus, you're the best. Thank you very much. Uh, my kids love you. Baruch Hashem. Can you please play Shur Hamalas? Okay, that's a later song. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. So I think we got that. Okay, very good. I keep it... Uh, uh, is your story? You just heard it in the story hotline. Yeah, maybe you give me that story hotline because it's such good stories and you'd like to hear it again because I tell it different than that person who ever does it. So why not uh, tell me who it is and then I can listen to it. Okay. Uh, okay, I guess that, that, that. Oh, we got some phone calls. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. 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 My name is Elio Cohen. Uh, Elio Cohen. Oh, very nice. Um, that, that you should... Yeah? Right. You should what? You should always do what's right. Can I speak to Yassi? Sure. Yassi, you got a phone call. Ah, uh, yes. Who wants to talk to me? Me, Elio Cohen. Oh, Elio Cohen. How nice to meet you. Ah, oh, how old are you? I'm seven. Seven years old. Wow. Wow, you're lucky that your mommy lets you stay up to listen to the story. Wow, and and I, I, I called this a lot of times. 
Oh, you called a lot of times. Very nice. Yeah, you remember I told you about the trip? Oh, yes, that's right, right. But, you know, sometimes I forget because there's so many, so many phone calls that we get all the time and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, we got another phone call, so I got to take it. Uh, nice talking with you. Okay, Robbie, I'm going to take the next call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hi. Hi, Marsha. How Woo! are you? Well, yeah. Okay. Yes, I did it, Baruch Hashem. Yes, yes, okay, man. All right, so, uh, listen, I've got only one lesson over here for this week, but don't worry, next week I'll have another one. Okay. All so right, so the, for the, the lesson is that I've got is that you shouldn't really be so jealous, and it's not really, bad, it's not really a good idea to curse somebody because it's not, because you don't like how the okay. person, how they're doing you, something. you know, right. Okay, so, and by the way, <laughs> coming all the way from Poland, haha, <laughs> I got something for you behind my back. You want to see what it is? Yeah. Uh, I'm speaking to him, not you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but he's not, he's not here in the studio tonight. He brought other people instead. But tell him I got this birthday present that's addressed to him, okay? So by next week I see him, tell him that. Okay, we'll try. See you next week. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Okay, uh, okay. so now we're going to the next caller. Hello, what's your name? Sarah Badner. Okay, uh, Badner, you said? Yeah. Oh, it's your father that I know. What's, what's your father's first name? Jeff. Jeff. He might be, he might be the one that I know. Okay. Anyways, I know a lot of Badners. Okay, so go ahead. Tell us what lesson you learned tonight's stories. You should never be jealous, and you should always think of other people. Very good. Excellent. That's true. You always think about other people and not be jealous. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go to the next caller. Okay, uh, it's a problem with the line there. Okay, I can't get it on. Okay, All right. we're having some technical difficulty, which happens every now and then in the phones. Okay, so uh, there's nothing I can do about it. Okay, we can't get it back on. Okay. Uh, can, I, can I be a caller? Can I be a caller? Okay, I'll see. What would you like? I learned so much from the story. Oh, really? What did you learn from the story? Well, you know, one of the things I learned was that it's so important to care about somebody's feelings. Now, the last caller said something about it. You know what I mean? So, uh, 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 oh, I guess I can't say everything I want because we got another caller. Okay, you can take the other caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Um, hello, I'm Smackle. Okay, and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, that you should always give up stuff. So that... You won't make people feel bad. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Malky Newman. Malky Newman. Okay. What lesson you learned tonight's story? That you shouldn't start start up with the Eden. You shouldn't start up with the Eden. Okay. That's that's the last half of the story. Yeah. That's the last Can part. Can I speak with Yassi? Uh, Yassi, do you want to speak to another caller? I don't mind talking on the telephone because then they, then I don't have to see them, so I could be shy. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Go ahead, Yossi's listening. Hi, Yossi. Hi, how are you? Baruch Hashem, how are you? Baruch Hashem. This is great. Anyways, we're running out of time. So what would you like to tell me or what would you like to ask me? I just want to say hi. Oh, you just want to say hi? That's so nice of you. I want to say hi to you also. And Thank it's you. So nice, and so nice you listen to the stories from Rabbi Herbs. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? I'm uh, um, Shmuel. Shmuel. Okay, go ahead. You know, I, I, we're thankful to Nelson that he was able to fix the keyboard. Okay, yeah. Okay, so now, uh, uh, what, what are you, what, what's the lesson you learned, Shmuel? To 
Um, that, that you should always, you should always learn. You should always learn. That's correct. Learning is in there also. Can I speak to Yassi? Okay, Yassi, you're very popular today. Everyone wants to speak to you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you want to say? Hi. Hi, how are Can you? Can you tell the story next week? Uh, I'll have to have a talk with Rabbi Rips. Maybe, uh, what do you say, Rabbi Rips? Uh, we'll think about it. It's not a bad idea. Maybe I could play you and you could play me and then I could interrupt your story. Uh, uh, maybe, okay. Uh, uh, anyways, oh, the time is ticking. We have this big digital clock and it says it's time to go. Okay, so uh, bye-bye. I have to go now. You're the last caller. You're, you're lucky you got in, okay? Bye, everybody. Goodbye.